Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Coming up on 5-Minute News... Black Tennessee lawmakers will seek their seats again. Secretary of State for Health says abortion pill ruling is not America. And the global surface average for CO2 has risen by 2.13 parts per million. It's Monday, April 10. I'm Anthony Davis. Two black Democratic former lawmakers who were expelled by Republican colleagues in Tennessee say they want to be reappointed, then elected back to their seats, following their ousting for a protest on the House floor, urging passage of gun control measures in the wake of a deadly school shooting. Nashville's Metro Council is likely to reappoint Justin Jones to the seat during a specially called meeting today. Mikhail Lowry, the chairman of the Shelby County Commission, said in a statement yesterday that the panel will consider at a meeting on Wednesday whether to reappoint Justin Pearson, who is from Memphis, to his seat. Lowry said he understands the need to respond to those who transgressed the rules of the State House of Representatives. However, I believe the expulsion of State Representative Justin Pearson was conducted in a hasty manner without consideration of other corrective action methods. I also believe that the ramifications for our great state are still yet to be seen, he said. The expulsions have made Tennessee a new front in the battle for the future of American democracy. The former lawmakers have quickly drawn prominent supporters. President Joe Biden spoke with them, and Vice President Kamala Harris visited them in Nashville. Pearson and Jones were expelled in retaliation for their role in the protest a week before, which unfolded in the aftermath of a school shooting in Nashville that killed six people, including three young students and three adults working in the school. The shooter was killed by police. A third Democrat, Representative Gloria Johnson of Knoxville, was spared expulsion by a one-vote margin. Johnson is white, spurring outcry at the differing outcomes for the two young black lawmakers. The United States' top health official said yesterday that a court ruling threatening the availability of a main drug used in medication abortion was not America, and he did not rule out defying the judge's order if necessary. Xavier Becerra, President Joe Biden's health secretary, stressed that for now, women do have access to the abortion medication Miprefistone, after a federal judge in Texas appointed by Donald Trump put his ruling from Friday on hold for a week so federal officials could file a challenge. There is uncertainty about access to the most commonly used method of abortion in the United States, following two separate and conflicting court rulings in Texas and Washington over the legality of Mifepristone. 
Becerra said the order could have dire ramifications for the legality of any FDA-approved drug, such as vaccines, insulin or new Alzheimer's drugs coming onto the market because it seeks to turn upside down the entire FDA approval process. The former California Attorney General acknowledged a good chance that the case will ultimately be decided by the Supreme Court, which last year overturned Roe v. Wade and curtailed access to abortion across the country. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration reports that for the 11th consecutive year, human-caused emissions of carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases increased at the same rate as they have for the last 10 years. In other words, nothing the world has so far done has caused the rate of growth in the production of carbon dioxide to decline. NOAA said that the global surface average for CO2 rose by 2.13 parts per million to 417.06 parts per million. Before the Industrial Revolution, there were typically an average of 280 parts per million of carbon dioxide in the Earth's atmosphere. That level of CO2 kept the world a little cool, and it's those conditions under which humanity evolved and functioned. Certainly, for all the time there has been civilization, we lived in a 280 ppm carbon world. The last time there were about 400 ppm of CO2 in the atmosphere was roughly 5 to 2 million years before now. In the middle of that era, about 3 million years ago, temperatures were particularly high. Temperature fluctuated in the past because the Earth went through periods of high volcanic activity. Over millions of years, the eruptions could gradually increase CO2 in the atmosphere. Then, over millions of years, other carbon sinks would absorb it again. If the volcano settled down for a while, the CO2 levels fell, which took hundreds of thousands or millions of years. Humans are much more virulent than a few volcanoes. We have done to the Earth's atmosphere in 270 years what it used to take nature millions of years to do. Sea level rise and tropical weather everywhere, however, are not the only dangers humanity now faces. Extreme weather, frequent and large hurricanes, sudden floods and wildfires will be signs that the climate system has become increasingly chaotic. Civilization depends on planning, on a knowledge of what the future will bring. As we make our climate chaotic, we will lose that assurance and the uncertainty will be among our greatest challenges. You can subscribe to the 5-Minute News Patreon for bonus videos, commentary and more. Go to patreon.com slash 5-Minute News. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? 
These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.